You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 240. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 240. You're listening to The Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Oh yeah, you're gonna do the do the music. You were yeah. so multi talented, Mister Smith. That was awful. Come on. Wow, wow. Well, you usually do. Would you rather? I do that too. You know, yeah. after yeah. it's already played. Yeah, yeah. I do. Oh my gosh! Welcome <laughs> to the Joy Junkie Show, everybody. To our gorgeous audience, we are thrilled to have you for thrilled. another edition of the show. Today, we're going to be talking about shiny object syndrome and what to do about it. Uh, squirrel. Exactly. Yeah. This what speaking of squirrels. we have a whole array of squirrels outside of our yard it makes me so happy lots of squirrels it is my absolute favorite thing about north carolina i is that a squirrel is that a squirrel yeah it is (laughs) not not only one but more like 12 yeah yeah pretty incredible it's good time good time so that was a perfect example of squirreling totally wow okay back to topic (laughs) this is a listener submission and it's a little bit of a unique listener submission she commented about this in my private after hours community on facebook if you are not a part of this i do additional trainings every single thursday where i ask the community online what they want me to sound off on so we do additional kind of elaborations on the pod or things that have come up for the various club members. And you are invited. You can have me sound off on whatever might be coming up for you, any challenges, advice you might need. If you want a little bit of an elevated support system, come over to thejoyjunkie.com slash club. That'll redirect you right over to the after hours group. And we do, like I said, additional trainings every week. There's a pod resource vault that I created just for the club members. So if you want to get in on all of that action, because of course you do, then you can find us at, like I said, thejoyjunkie.com slash club, or you can find that link in the show notes as well. This was, like I said, submitted by somebody over there on Facebook. And I thought this would actually be a really great topic for an entire podcast. Up in the club. Up in the club. So I'm going to (laughs) read to you what she submitted here in just a second. But if you're interested in submitting your own show topic, there is a way for you to do that. And this will also be on the show notes page. It's on the show notes page for every single episode. Over at thejoyjunkie.com slash show idea, you can... Let me know what you think might be an excellent topic for our show. And those are really useful. Those are helpful, for sure. Cool. So why don't we toss the mic over to you for a minute? You don't have to toss the mic. We don't have to toss. We can't. We can't because we got it perfectly situated. (laughs) We've got them put exactly where we need them. So no tossing. Well, it's time for a segment we like to call. Would you rather? Yeah. 
This week, we are looking at a Would You Rather, that is, Would You Rather End Terrorism Ooh. or World Hunger? Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. These are... These are tough, tough ones. Tough ones. Yeah. Give it a little thought. I'll, I'll tell you mine. Okay. All right. So I'm thinking that if you ended world hunger, you'll probably end a lot of terrorism. Okay. How so? Because a lot of terrorism is spawned from poorness, right? Or from lack of food or necessities. Yeah. Right? Okay. That's how they recruit people is by getting a bunch of people that don't have any food or money, right? So my thoughts are maybe... If you cured world hunger, then more people would be less likely to want to hurt other people. To feel gypped or Mm -hmm. underprivileged and wanting to rise up. Right. Okay. Well, I really do appreciate that that perspective. And I I actually think that that's very sound. Good go. I think, though, I would – I think I would go with terrorism. Really? Because I think that – I mean, either one is going to be a brilliant option. Yeah. But I'm thinking if if we got rid of terrorism, then the, all that energy could be geared toward taking care of people and mm. people wouldn't be terrified all the time and living in these conditions where they're always scared for their life. I thought and about that one too. I think I'm going to go with the terrorism because that would stop immediate like death and destruction. At least with hunger, it's a slower process than if you're just blown the fuck up. (laughs) That's true. You know what I mean? So at least we could have time to cure the world hunger. Okay. So all right. Either one you win. That's right. Either either one you're a great a great human. Yes. (laughs) Wow. Well, if if you would like to let us know what you would rather, this is also something that we talk about every single Monday in the after hours community. So be sure to, to jump over there. It's completely free and tons of, of additional support. And speaking of totally free, do you hear a little something in the distance? Way off. It's, oh, it's getting louder. It's always coming around there it that, is. that mountain. There it is. We interrupt this broadcast of the Joy Junkie Show to bring you this urgent free shit alert. Repeat, this is a free shit alert. <laughs> <laughs> We're so silly. So silly. I don't know why. Okay, so we got a free shit alert. I asked everybody in actually the After Hours community, do you like having freebie PDF journaling sheets, cheat sheets to go along with the pod, or do you just journal on your own? And they told me overwhelmingly, we like the fancy worksheets. So... Mm. I have got another one of those for you today nice. that you will want to go pick up over at thejoyjunkie.com slash 240. That is the show notes page for this podcast. You'll see a giant yellow button where you can get your journaling sheets for this episode. You will want to have this because there are going to be tons of things that I throw at you today that you're going to go, ooh, that's me. And if you're just cruising around in your car and you're on that commute or you're cooking or you're doing laundry or something like that, you're probably going to go, ooh, that's me, and then do jack shit with it. But if you have those journaling sheets and you make it important to stop and take a pen to paper and really examine how this is playing out in your own life, you are far more likely to create change. And do something about it. Absolutely. Because here's the thing. We're talking about shiny object syndrome today. It could be very probable that you go, ooh, journaling sheets. This seems like something fun and fancy. And then you grab them and then you do nothing with it. 
If you do decide to opt in and grab these awesome journaling sheets, I also want you to make a commitment of when you are going to sit down and actually go through them. Because I know a lot of you are like me. You consume podcasts while you're doing other things. No big deal. But please carve out that specific time because you're worth it. And this is how you create change, period. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you have to make those things habits. They're novel at first but you have to just make them into habits. That's how they become effective. That's right. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just a collection of good ideas. Yep. And that doesn't do anything to create a lasting result in your life. Let me read to you what this listener wrote in the After Hours community. She said, Hi, Amy. I've been noticing a trend over the last few years where I find a shiny object, such as a huge life change, a career change, maybe adopting a vegan diet, moving my family across the country, thinking that we will be happier there, etc. And then I put all my focus and effort into it for a short period of time and then either lose interest in making the change or the next shiny object takes its place. And she says, I live in upstate New York where it is miserable and gray in the majority, a majority of the year. And I also work in a job that I'm not happy in. And I constantly feel that I would be happier if blank. But moving and quitting my job are choices that I cannot make in my life right now, and I am struggling to focus on what I am grateful for rather than what I am unable to do. Is this shiny object syndrome my way of finding happiness but looking for it in the wrong place? It's a very thoughtful question. Right? And I'm like, I think you might know the answer to that Mm -hmm. already. Last August, I started a little side hustle, which I found challenging and fun, and I'm already over it. It's not the work that I'm afraid of. I have simply lost interest and I'm already thinking about the next thing I can do to find some excitement and improve my life. Why am I doing this? Hmm. Help. Well, help is on the way. (laughs) And so I want, I want to just kind of clarify, first of all, what shiny object syndrome even is. It really is this notion sort of what this listener has depicted here, this idea of, ooh, maybe this is the answer to my happiness. Ooh, maybe this will solve the problem. Ooh, maybe this is the answer. And it's typically for a surface level thing. We think it's going to fix our weight, fix our marriage, fix something in our life so that we will now magically be happy and fulfilled. And most of the time, it's external things where we haven't really looked at the underlying thing that we're trying to fix. Hmm. And I'm going to obviously elaborate on that. And I want to give you a handful of places to look to figure out if this is you, if this tends to be your tendency. Now, there's going to be those of you out there who go, oh my gosh, this is totally me. I know this is me. Even so, there might be some of you guys out there who don't realize that you're doing this and you're in hot pursuit of the next best thing. All right. So this might be you if you start things with gusto and then you'd never follow through where you are like amped the fuck up, like I'm going to go raw and you, you know, you get the the machine that helps you dehydrate all of your food and you read all these books and you stock up your fridge and that lasts like four days and you're 
all pumped up. So I really okay. want, want you to look at those two specific elements that it starts off intensely passionate, typically thrilled. You're excited. And then it doesn't come to fruition. It's usually very, very short lived. Okay. That's one way to tell if you have shiny object syndrome. Another one is you make decisions impulsively and regularly where you don't hmm. really think about, is this a smart financial choice or is this catering to a deeper rooted issue? Like I don't feel in control in my marriage, so I'm buying a bunch of shit. We typically make impulsive, emotional decisions when we're trying to feel differently about something. And oftentimes that is what the root of shiny object. Like, ooh, this is going to make me happy. And we're looking for that immediate gratification. Okay. I'm still trying to decipher between the difference of those two. But the difference of what? Of going gung-ho into something like being raw and trying to like find ways to fulfill yourself. Like, oh, well, my marriage sucks. So this, like, I- I'm, I'm trying to understand the difference between those two distinctions. It's pretty much the same thing. Same thing. It's, it's not, just another way to look at it. It's another way to look at it. Okay, Absolutely. Okay, okay. Shiny object syndrome is just kind of a method that we use to fix how we're feeling. Mm-hmm. If we're not happy in any number of areas of our life, we're searching for something that will give us that endorphin release. We're I searching see. for something that will actually go, oh, this feels better than how I did feel. Got it. Which I think is really important in what this listener wrote in about because, and we're going to get into this too, because she talks about specifically an environment that she's not happy in, like her physical environment, not liking where she lives Mm -hmm. and paired that, pair that with not enjoying a job. So here you are, you're feeling uncomfortable. You're feeling unhappy. You're feeling unfulfilled in one area of your life. We will naturally want to feel better. So sometimes we'll turn to food, we'll turn to sex, we'll turn to buying things, we'll turn to addictive things, we will turn to, oh, well, maybe it's this next personal development class, but you don't actually participate in it. You don't actually follow through on it. Yeah, yeah. So we'll talk a little bit more about that. You may also have shiny object syndrome if you constantly have that thought of, Oh, this is the answer. Oh, this is what I need. Or, ooh, I'll be happy when. Just like this audience member outlined, I always have this feeling of I'll be happy when. Mm-hmm. And it's this idea that I can't be happy now. That yeah. it's, it's postponed. It's futuristic. I'm in hot pursuit of that. I'm chasing what I think happiness is going to be. That's interesting. And this is kind of what you were alluding to earlier. You might, this may also be you, if you have at least one major area of your life that feels out of control, stuck, or unhappy. For instance, like we were saying, if you have an unhappy marriage, we don't want to feel that. We don't like feeling that. Or if we just recently got rejected or dumped, or if like this listener doesn't like where she lives, doesn't like her job. There's something that we don't want to feel that's uncomfortable and unhappy. So we go, ooh, maybe this will make me happy. So what you're really looking for is finding that unsettled feeling. Exactly. And trying to tap into that more. Well, you must have read through my notes. I didn't. <laughs> I know you didn't. But this I'm is just a also great segue. 
why I think it's really important for you to take time to journal about this because everybody's tendency is going to be different. Mm. They might always throw themselves into a house project. Some people have that where they're obsessed around, oh my gosh, well, I just need to get my house perfected. When what's underneath all of that of the, oh, maybe we need new water filtration system and, oh, we need new landscapers and, oh, we need new this and that. What's under all of that is you're avoiding dealing with your fucking marriage that's unhappy. Or fill in the blank. Or fill in the yeah, blank. So that's why I think it's important to look at all of these different elements and really call yourself out on which one of these really hits home. Hmm. So think about that. If you have one major area of your life that feels out of a control, stuck or unhappy, maybe it's caretaking for somebody and that's really been stressing you out. And so you go, Ooh, I need this relief. And it could be in any number of categories. So think about that if that happens to be you. This may also be you if you struggle with patience. You have a really hard time actually working long-term to create something that you want, where you want immediate gratification now. You want things to be fixed now. You want to like your living arrangement now. You want, And so you are looking for anything that might create that for you. It's kind of a search for a fast fix. It's perfect. It's a perfect example are people who get really roped into MLMs, right? We don't, it's not about building a really solid business plan and developing your own company. It's shiny object of, oh, look, you can make six figures while you're taking a shit. Join, you know, sell our vitamins, (laughs) sell our leggings, sell our eye creams, whatever. And we get like, oh, shiny object. Ooh, maybe this will make me happy like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get sucked into weight loss supplements that'll help me like this or a workout regimen that will make you lose 50 pounds overnight. We don't want the long haul. We're in a society that tells us, I want a fast fix now. If this tends to be you and you have the hardest time sticking with something long term, it could be that you are under the assumption that your happiness needs to come from something else quickly instead of doing the internal work to figure out what really, truly lights you up. And spoiler alert, most of the time, it's because we are avoiding dealing with something we don't want to look at. I think it's a lot easier, at least in the beginning perspective, it seems easier just to follow those little compulsive moments. That's right. But in the long run, it's actually easier just to deal with the underlying issue, but exactly. harder to uh, look at the sore than it is to keep putting a Band-Aid over it. Exactly. You just yeah. keep pulling out a Band-Aid, keep pulling out a Band-Aid. And that, that is so incredibly true. And I think you bringing that up is poignant because there's a huge space here for compassion for yourself because we don't have, we don't develop shiny object syndrome for any other reason than we are just genuinely trying to feel good. Yeah. We're just, we're trying to take care of ourselves. And a lot of the stuff that we're talking about is on a subconscious level. When you go and join that new workout program or when you go buy that next new business class that you think is going to change everything for you. We do it because we genuinely think this is going to be helpful for us. That is why these sorts of tasks, like journaling about this and getting to the root of what is underneath all of this is imperative 
so that you can actually start creating solutions that are resonant for you, that aren't just chasing that next shiny thing. Okay, so you may also have shiny object syndrome if you are craving something in your life that you aren't getting. Okay. If perhaps you are really desiring romance and you're not getting that from your life, you might be like, ooh, maybe this will make me happy. Maybe joining this class will make me happy. Maybe sleeping with this person will make me happy. Maybe this will. And we start to try to fulfill what is lacking through a different means. And sometimes it's related. Like I want romance, so I seek out sex. And sometimes it's completely unrelated. Right. Like I need romance, but I'm not getting that. So I'm just going to spend a shit ton of money. Yeah. Do your uh, uh, shopping therapy, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Retail therapy. So it doesn't always have to be directly related. It's Sometimes it's indirectly related. Mm-hmm. Or perhaps you're really wanting fun in your life or you really crave adventure. Maybe that used to be a huge piece of your life and you have zero adventure now. Or you really wanted want rich, intimate friendships and that feels very lacking or you're desiring a sense of community or self-worth or value or any number of things that you aren't getting in your life, what that equals is being uncomfortable, right? And so we go, okay, something else will make me happy. Something else will make me feel good. And let's get it as fast and as efficiently and as now as possible. Yeah, totally. All right. So journaling, we're going to stop doing that. Like, all we got to do is journal? <laughs> stop. I thought you said stop journaling. No, I said journaling will help us stop doing this, right? It Well, it'll help you get to the bottom line of your particular behaviors. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give you a whole bunch of questions to start asking yourself. Ooh, the meat. But the final thing of this may be you is you are trying to avoid something you don't want to feel Or you're trying to avoid something you don't want to do. For example, you might want to start a business, but you're so afraid of it and you're so scared that you procrastinate and you procrastinate by having shiny object syndrome Hmm. for all of these different things you need for your business. Right? Yeah. Like, oh, well, I just need one more accounting class. Oh, well, I just need one more certification in my field. Oh, well, I just need to hire a business strategist. Oh, well, I need to just do this. I just, and it's, it's jumping from solution to solution to solution instead of doing what you're just fucking scared to do, which is start the goddamn business. (laughs) Right, right, right. I've, I've had clients or uh, students that were like that. They were the perpetual student. They're taking class, taking class, not ready. I'm not prepared. I don't have enough information. And I'm like, you will never, ever have enough education and enough information. That's right. You just have to get out there and do it at some point. Yes. Right? Which is You have enough. Yeah. Right? Get out there and do it. Yeah. Well, that's a perfect example of the avoidance. You're trying to avoid something you don't want to feel or something you don't want to do or you're scared or that you're afraid of, yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. Another great example is unhappy marriage. You're avoiding it. It's much harder to have really vulnerable, tough conversations with your spouse than it is to go, well, maybe I just need to lose some weight. 
Maybe then I'll be happy. Or maybe I just need to go shopping. Or maybe I know what I'll do. I'm going to take a personal development class. Right. And I have seen this happen many times with my own classes where they think Amy's going to magically fix me instead <laughs> of I'm in it for the long haul and I'm going to actually do the work. Yep. These are the same people who start to eat healthy that, you know, like the going raw or going vegan for like four days and then they throw in the towel because the change that they want to create actually takes time. Happiness takes time. Fulfillment takes time. Figuring out which, how you're wired, what your triggers are. All of that stuff takes time. And if you are looking for a quick fix, then of course you're going to throw in the towel. Yeah. For anything that takes any sort of longevity. Of course okay. you are. Yeah, yeah. I see that. So start looking at that. Is there something in my life that I am trying to avoid? Okay. So those are all of the things to start looking at. I might have shiny object syndrome. Or I might have a tough time following through. That could also be you. Yeah. Because of any of these situations. Got it. Okay. So figure out which one is you, what's kind of your sticking point. All right. And then pause this podcast, journal, and then come back. Right. On your journaling <laughs> sheets, you'll have all of those written out. So you'll have the opportunity to go, okay, yeah, this is totally me. Right. Or this is not me. Or this is me and I do it in this area. This is how I do that. So you'll see when you look at your journaling sheets, you'll see a box that says you have at least one major area of your life that feels out of control or stuck or unhappy. And then underneath that, you can look at that and go, shit, I've been totally avoiding this stuff with my marriage mm -hmm. and identifying, oh, maybe my zeal in starting a business or starting 14 businesses is because I'm avoiding what's happening in my marriage. Yeah. It seems to me like people will, at least this is what I'm kind of making up is people will say, oh, I don't need to do all that. I don't need to journal. I don't need to do that. <laughs> like it, it'll, it'll work itself out. Yeah. How's that going? Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm thinking that in my head. I'm like, I don't need to journal. Like well, I, I'm doing okay. Well, and that's, you know, that's also the piece of, well, and you wouldn't necessarily identify as somebody who's Starts a bunch of shit and doesn't follow through. No, I do. Or I have in the past for sure. Okay. Well, I'm just saying that I think that there's a lot of people who will go, oh shit, that's me. Mm -hmm. Now, yeah. to your point though, if you go, oh, I'm not going to bother with all of that. It's likely that you're looking for a faster solution. That's my point. Yes. That's exactly my point. You're looking for, <laughs> well, can't you just magically make it go away? Yeah. Can't. Oh, you know what? I'll just take a class and that'll, that'll help. Yeah. No, let, uh, you've got to sit down and actually yes. dig through your shit. Exactly. Which is not fun. It's not fun. Yeah. But at the same time, like my point earlier, it's a lot easier than letting it drag out. It will persist. There's that mm -hmm. famous quote of like, what you resist persists. Yeah. If you ignore that marriage, if you ignore your health, if you ignore how you're feeling about your relationship with your children or your parents, it will fucking manifest some way. Yeah. Shiny object syndrome is just one way that we cope with how we don't want to feel. Exactly. We all cope in different ways, right? Sometimes we numb, sometimes we people please, sometimes we get stuck into addictive routines. And then sometimes we bounce around from shiny object to shiny object thinking this will help. This will make me happy. Sometimes we hoard personal development and don't do anything with it. Yeah. Like we yeah. buy a shit ton of classes and don't attend to them. 
We all have our method, and that is why it's important that you look at what are your sticking points and where can you start to shift and alter them. Fun. That actually becomes fun. Yeah. It does. It does. But you actually have to do something about it, you guys. Oh, my God. Step first step. That's right. Here are the questions that you are now going to journal about in your journaling sheets. All right? The first question is, where am I stuck, unhappy, unfulfilled, or feeling out of control? So this is where you can start to elaborate on some of that stuff. Like, I feel so out of control in my relationship with my mother-in-law. Hmm. And I don't feel like I have support from my husband. And when I get don't get that, all I want to do is like go out with the girls. Or it just makes me want to start a new business or <laughs> whatever it, it might be. However, you might shut that area down so that you don't have to deal. Number two. And this is probably where you are going to be the most uncomfortable. What can I do to actually address this? So that area that you've identified in number one, where do I feel stuck, unhappy, unfulfilled, or lack of control? What can you actually do about that? Hmm. If if you're unhappy in that marriage, what the fuck are you going to do about it? All right. It does that mean I'm going to have some tough conversations. I'm going to encourage my spouse to join me for therapy. I'm going to get my own therapist. I'm going to take a class. I'm going to read a book about communication in marriage. What are you going to do to shake up that uncomfortability in that area? If we go back to this listener submission, she talks about not really liking her geography where she's actually living and not liking her job. What can you do to address the discomfort in those areas? Do you start crafting a plan for interviewing for another company, getting out of that job? Do you decide I'm going to stay here? So here's how I'm going to make this tolerable. I'm going to do gratitudes every day. I'm going to connect with the people in my office who I know who are positive instead of complaining all day. I'm going to have a no complaining pact with my, my spouse so that when I come home, I don't get to complain about anything I'm not willing to take action on. Like you start looking at how can I elevate this particular area of my life that I am unhappy in. And hold and be held accountable for it. Yeah. That's right. If you know that you're going to stay in like this gloomy area of upstate New York, could you paint your house in a way that's bright? Mm. Could you put beautiful coffee table books out that are representative of places you intend to travel? Could you start booking vacations to places that are happier during the winter months and brighter and sunnier? What can you do to elevate that area of your life where you are unhappy? These are likely going to be the most challenging for you because you are mad at them. You're mad at the marriage. You're mad at your husband. You're mad at New York for being gloomy. You're mad at your boss for being a dick. And so it's far easier to just make all those people wrong and search for the shiny object instead of actually addressing what needs to be changed in that category. Preach. Okay. Flipping to the other side of the page. This was the first time in a long time that I've had this long of agenda. Yeah. I was like, there. I have so much to say about this. (laughs) All right. So it's a hot, hot topic. Yeah. Number three, and this is going to be at the moment when you feel the pull to the next shiny object. I want you to ask yourself this. What am I making up that this thing will give me? And subsequently, how do I want to feel? What do I think this thing is going to make me feel? And really start tapping into 
what are you craving? Because a lot of times what we want is we want fulfillment. We want happiness. We want to feel comfortable in our body. We want to feel successful in our career. We're looking for a feeling that we want, typically happiness in some kind of way. But we go, ooh, you know what I need? I need to do this in my house. And so you need to stop, take a step back and go, okay, am I actually leaning on this? What do I think this is going to give me? I think this is going to give me happiness or fulfillment and just really kind of look at and dig into it. Yeah. What's underneath all of that. And I'm not saying any of that is right or wrong, or you shouldn't want what you want. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying, are you chasing something externally that's going to die out? Like what happens after you buy that thing for the house? Is it going to be the next thing yeah, that you need right. to buy? Or will you, re- will that really give you what you think it's going to give you? So it's creating a much stronger piece of awareness around your behavioral choices. Yes. Is that course that you do think is going to change everything for you? How so? How, how will that really change things for you? How will that really change how you want to feel? And what are you going to need to do in order to make that happen? Like, are you just expecting that thing to make you feel something different or are you going to do it internally? It's an inside job. Yes. yes. For instance, like everything that I do in the tribe, like when I give people all these assignments or we spend almost four months together, the only way that works is if they show up and do the work. Yeah. It is not Amy's going to fix me. And I tell them all the time, I will walk to the ends of the earth for you, but I will be goddamned if I work harder than you. You are going to work for this. It's the same thing you've heard me say a million times. You cannot read a book on Pilates and get rocking abs. The book gives you everything you need to know, but you need to do the work. Yes. That's the same with with my clients. Like they kind of get attached to uh, the session and say, oh, well, I the session is going to fix me. And I'm like, well, we'll get you out of pain. Yep. But guess what? If you go back to those same habits of sitting in your car, sitting at your desk, the way that you, you know, walk, all those things, then, you know, if you go back to those, you're just going to keep coming back to me and keep coming back to me for the same reasons and we're never going to progress. Or same thing. They go, oh, maybe I need acupuncture. Oh, maybe I need yes, Chinese herbs. That's oh, right. Maybe I need to do yoga. Maybe I, and, and they do all of those things for one minute and don't mm-hmm. follow through. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Because we want that immediate result. So when you're checking in on this next shiny object, how fucking hard are you willing to work to get you to what you want to feel? Mm. All right. So number four, what can I do to access these feelings now? So if I want, if I think, okay, that thing is going to give me so much more freedom, or this is going to give me more education and intellect, this thing is going to give me more happiness. Okay, how can you do that right now? How can you access that now? What makes you feel free now? Maybe it's going for a walk. Maybe it is going on a swing set and feeling the air on your skin. We always think that our happiness is future. You can attain some of that stuff right now and tap into the how you want to feel now. Yeah, if you're so craving true. adventure and you think the next big trip to Europe is the only way to have a sense of adventure, then you've never gone geocaching, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> there are ways to tap into adventure now. Could you do a fun scavenger hunt with your friends? 
something that's totally free. So I want you to start looking at what are the things I'm trying to feel and how can I tap into that now with my own resources? Mm-hmm. Number five, what do I need to stay committed to? This is huge because if you've identified, okay, I, I'm a hoarder of all these business resources because what I'm terrified to do is actually put myself out there to actually ask for business, to enroll a client or to proposition somebody with a collaboration. That's what I'm really terrified to do. You need to stay committed to opening that business or you need to put some sort of parameters in here that aren't like now or never, you know, oh, this has to happen now, 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 now. Mm. Okay. I'm going to give myself a solid two years to work on this business. Yeah. That's what I need to stay committed to. Or I'm going to join this personal development class and I need to stay committed to doing every last fucking assignment because I deserve it and I want to create that change in my life. Or I'm going to work with this body worker and I'm going to commit to the three months of therapy that he suggests. What do you need Hmm. to stay committed to? And then finally, number six, how is my sense of self-worth? What's going on with my enoughness? Because like this listener was suggesting, she said, am I looking for my happiness in all the wrong places? Sometimes what happens is we think everything is outside of us because we, we don't deserve happiness as is, right? Like Um, we're not valuable as we are. We have to pay for it. We have to struggle for it. We have to do all of these things outside of ourselves instead of going like, no, I'm valuable now and I still want to accomplish all these goals Mm -hmm. or I still have all of these ambitions, but I know that I'm valuable now. I know that I'm worthy of everything I want to attain. If that is your issue, then I highly, highly suggest getting more involved in personal development. Obviously, I take clients. I do have some openings right now if you're interested in doing one-on-one work, or maybe it's doing the tribe with us in the summer the next time it comes up and committing to it all the way through because you're worth it. And those are the people who get magical fucking results. I mean, it's kind of unbelievable. But if you know that this is all a self-worth issue, honey, there's work to be done, whether it's with a therapist, a class, a coach, uh, a book specifically about that, there has got to be some sort of support for you where you untangle that your self-worth is somehow wrapped up into all these external shiny objects. Yeah. Because you will do that for the rest of your goddamn life. Yeah. It is cyclical. You will go in cycle after cycle after cycle unless you do something to break that up and go, no, I am allowed to feel fulfilled, happy, and valuable now. Yeah. That's a self-worth thing. That's awesome. And that cannot be found in the next skydiving attempt or in the next baby or in the next redesign of the kitchen or in the next business class. It's a hustle and a chase. And it's it's a rat race, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. And it's never, ever And you'll never, ever fulfilling. find the cheese at the end of the maze if you continue in that cycle. That's right. That's right. All right. So you guys have your work cut out for you. Yes, we do. If you want to start changing these behavioral patterns, you have to get to the underlying root of the issue. So be sure to go to thejoyjunkie.com slash 240, 
get your journaling sheets and put a date on your motherfucking calendar where you get to the genesis of some of these actions that you've been taking that are no longer serving you, right? It's not working. Yeah. Oh, and I almost forgot. You did? Just a little tease. I listen to you guys. I listen to you. Quite a few months ago, I did a two-part series on money. Oh, yeah. And I'm actually going to link to that. I did a two-part series on relationship with money. Overwhelmingly, I heard from you guys that, oh, shit, I need work on this. And I would not be mad at you if you made a course out of it. And I decided 2018 was going to be the year that I created a very low-cost, easily accessible program for you guys to start untangling some of this money mindset bullshit that has been keeping you broke and in a place of lack and scarcity. So I just wanted to let you guys know that's coming up Mm. in March, actually. And it's going to be inexpensive in like the $100 to $200 range. So very accessible for everybody. I want you to really be able to change that financial trajectory. That's a big one for people, for sure. And it's another big one for us. example of yeah. you can't just buy it and expect <laughs> that it's going to fix it. You're going to actually have to do the work. But if you're ready and you know it's time to shift that shit and you can't get to this place a year later, still broke, still struggling, yep. then it might be a really worthwhile investment. But anyway, more on that to come. Just wanted to throw a little bug out there for you. A little and teaser. Yeah. Yeah. So anything else you wanted to add today just about shiny object syndrome? No, I just think it needs to be pounded into our heads that you have to sit down and do the work in order to get the result. That's right. You can't just play That's right. and expect change. Right. It's like going to the gym. You have to really put some effort into it to see the results in your attitude, your physique, and your health. Right. Your strength. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Same thing. All right, guys. So I'm hoping that this has been hugely helpful. And I'm also hoping that I'll see you in the After Hours community and get to connect with you a little bit more. All the links that you need can be found in the show notes page. And we will see you around these parts next week. Here is to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, out. Out.